What is? What, what are you doing, Hank? What are you, what are you doing? I'm uh, stretching. You're stretching. That's a lot of stretching you're doing there, fella. You gotta stretch. Get the bodyguard. Would you stop? Look, I'm I'm trying to record my podcast, and must you really be stretching right here, right now? What? Why? Why in here? Huh? You don't listen to anything I say, do you? No, no. You know, I I, I listen. I, I listen to your show. I listened to that last episode you did it at the podcasters, and uh, you know, uh, it, it, I thought it was good. I was inspired by that. You were inspired? Yeah, you know, I I I, I like what you say. You do. Well, that's nice, Hank. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So let me take you. Well, okay, but this is not like your exercise area for you to be stretching and everything. I don't even understand it. What is stop? What what's going on with the? Stop it! You bumped the microphone when you did the stretching. Let me fix it for you. Hello, 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 hello. Would you, uh, stop it, stop it. Hello, hello. Okay. All right. Hank, you know, uh, the podcast has been doing well. People like it. Yeah, you know, that's what I said. I like, I listen to your podcast. And when I'm not talking about you. I'm saying people like the podcast. Yeah, you know, I, I like when you do the characters and, uh, you know, all the, uh, the other characters, the people that come in and they do the thing. Yeah, you know, well, that's that's the whole point of it. It's called talking to myself, so it's me talking to characters, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of fun. Who are you going to bring in on the show this time? I don't know. You know, we could bring, uh, you know, we haven't had Billy on in a while, Billy the intern. Yeah, Billy the, the current intern, the thing, the kid, you know, he's, he's good. He's in the other room. He's, I, I had him wash my car early. You had what? I had him wash my car, you know, because, uh, well, it was dirty. Yeah, but that's not his job. All right, well, what is his job? Well, I, I mean, he's an intern. He's here to intern me with the show and to learn the ways of voice acting and the, uh, the engineer. I mean, you could be teaching him engineering because, you know, you're an engineer. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't have anything to teach him. So you had him wash your car. Yeah, you know, he's a good kid. I give him a couple bucks. Well, okay, well, you paid him. I mean, I guess that's okay. Did he mind? No, you know, he don't care. He do whatever. He does whatever I say. All right. Well, why don't you bring him in? Bring him. We got Billy. Billy the intern, come in. Hey, okay, let me go. Yeah, uh, Billy the intern. We can't. Yes, Mister Hankel. Yeah, well, James, he wants you on there. Uh, nobody can hear you guys. You're both off the microphone. It's it's nothing. This is this is not the way you want to start a podcast. Oh yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Well, I, I, Billy, I don't even understand what you're saying. I was. <clears throat> I was finishing washing Mr. Hank's car, and um, <clears throat> and I was uh, I was tired because I was running back in because I heard that you guys were talking about me, and so I thought I better be here because you know I have to be available for you, and you know, all right, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. It's fine, it's fine, Billy. We were just talking about you, okay, about you uh, here as some of the characters on the show because people are enjoying the podcast. Yeah, I very, I very much like the podcast. I like it very much. Uh, my mother listens to the podcast, and she says it's very good, and she says she likes it, and she likes when you do the other voices and all of that. Well, that's well, that's very nice. I'm glad that she's listening. Yes. Okay. So you and Hank, Hank. Yeah. Wait. wait. On the mic. Uh, get. Hey, wait. Get on the mic. If you get what? You, come on. You're an engineer. You know they can't hear you if you're not on the. Hello, hello. No, I didn't ask you to do the hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. Now I'm on the microphone. I am on the microphone. Hello. You, <laughs> you're just so weird. Thank you.
All right. Hey, uh, did you guys have a nice um, Thanksgiving, by the way? Yeah, you know, I had a very nice Thanksgiving. Thank you for asking, Mr. Taylor. You can just call me James. Thank you for asking me, Mr. James Taylor. Yeah, just James. Thank you for asking me, Mr. James. No, not James. Mr. I mean, y- yes, James, but not the Mr. Thank you for asking me, sir, Mr. James, sir. Okay, whatever. You had a nice Thanksgiving. Did you spend it with family? Yeah, you know, I uh, spend it with family and I have friends, you know, all the people that come over and I have an older brother and then you kind of, you know, you, you beats me up and stuff. <laughs> okay. But in a fun way. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, we play and everything is good and then, you know, I, I, like I play, I have a, um, a Wii, a Wii uh, gamer. You have a Wii. Yeah, um, we have the Wii and we play games on the Wii. Uh, my daughter loves the Wii. Yeah, you know, I had started we in there the other day, and I was going to play it, and then Hank said, no, I, I needed to go and uh, clean out the bathrooms and everything, too. Hank! What? You're having him clean the bathrooms here, too, now? Well, you know, I mean, come on. What, what else are you going to do? Well, what are you going to do? What? I'm the engineer. I, uh... Yeah, but you don't do anything here as the engineer. Yeah, you funny guy. All right. <laughs> Hank, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Well, you know, we had the, the turkeys and, uh, you know, the, the stuffings and, uh, and and then we had the cranberries and uh, and we had the gravies and the, we had the stuffing. You already said stuffing. Yeah, yeah well, we had a, I like the stuff. Oh, I like the, the stuffing with the bread and the, yeah. Okay, so you're basically just going down the menu of what you had. That's nice. That's very nice. And does, is there a Mrs. Hank? Yeah, you know, you know, my wife, uh, she's Mrs. Hank. Well, she's not Mrs. Hank, though. That's not her name. No, I know, but you know, so that's all I know. I I know nothing of of your life. So, you uh you celebrated? Would you have family and friends over? Uh, well, you know, this pardon me. Um, you really should, that's terrible. don't do that. I, I'm I'm the show. Yeah, we, well, I'm thinking about that Thanksgiving dinner. So make me burn. <laughs> make me burn. Yeah. Okay, this is a weird start to the show. Um, guys, thank you for coming in. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, not thank- now it's Christmas. You guys are going to do all your Christmas do your Christmas shopping and everything, okay? Yeah, I got to get Mrs. Hank. Now I'm calling her Mrs. Hank. Well, I, you, you, don't, you didn't tell me her name, so I don't... Uh, her name is Maureen. Maureen. Oh, well, that's lovely. That's nice. Well, okay. Um, uh, I hope you get Maureen something, but don't say what you're going to get in case she listens to the podcast. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> she, yeah, she's going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> That is kind of funny, Mr. Taylor. No, just James. Mr. James Taylor. No, no, just James. Taylor James. Okay. Both of you guys would go out and do something. I got a podcast to do, okay? Oh, I am. By the way, my, uh, Mr. Franklin, uh, your uh, agent uh, had called, and then um, and so I took him. Oh, my, my, my agent Franklin called. Yes, and he said something about a, a big job. When was this? Uh, it was the other, the other day. Wait, what? Well, I'm sorry. Should I have given you that call or sooner? Yes. All right. Anyways, uh, I'll I'll call Franklin and um, we'll find out what the job was. Okay. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. You can go, and I'm going to podcast here now. All right. Happy podcast. Happy podcast. 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 All right. Bye. Bye. Go. Bye. Oh. Ah. <sighs> Welcome, everybody, to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Hey, we need Mr. Announcer Guy to announce the show, though, don't we? Oh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Oh, yes, James. Ah, you're right there, always there. You know, Hank and Billy, they're kind of crazy, but you, you are nice. How do you deal with those guys? I ignore them. <laughs> oh, that's good advice. Okay, so uh, would you mind uh, giving me a little uh, introduction? 
Now, by the way, how was your Thanksgiving? It was lovely. Thank you for asking, James. We had turkey and all the trimmings. A perfect Thanksgiving meal. Oh, well, that's nice. Okay, good. Um, anyways, uh, yes. Oh, introduce this, uh, the podcast. There, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, it's the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Talking to myself. And now, here he is. The guy you know as the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi, Fred Flintstone, Johnny Test, Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank, Titus from Final Fantasy X, The Flash, Silver Surfer, Green Arrow, Spider-Man, and more. Well, that's very nice of you to give my whole resume there. That was very that was nice. Well, you know I care. Thank you. James Arnold Taylor! Ooh, you got really kind of a rah, kind of a gravelly kind of roar at the end there. Yes, I was really excited about it. You always do a great job, Mr. Announcer Guy. Thank you, James. I'm going to go now. All right. And away he goes. Welcome to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. You know, uh, I uh, Thanksgiving has uh, come and gone, and a lovely time, and uh, all of that. And here's the crazy thing. I'm actually recording this before Thanksgiving. Shh, don't tell anybody. So I don't know if Thanksgiving has uh, come and gone and been wonderful. Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. I don't know. But I'm actually recording this on Tuesday and Thanksgiving is on Thursday. But I knew it would come out after Thanksgiving. So there you go. And, you know, I had uh, the, the last episode of the podcast. Well, first, let me back up. So I'm trying to release these podcasts every Wednesday. So you, every Wednesday, you get a podcast from James. Okay, so that's lovely. That's nice, right? But last Friday, I put out a special one because of the uh, Woolsey fire and giving you that whole story because I didn't want to wait a week on putting that one out. So I gave it as a bonus episode within the week. If I end up doing more than one episode in a week, they will they will come out on Wednesdays and Fridays. That's generally the rule. However, this week, yesterday, last night, on my so I go to Libsyn, uh, Libsyn.com, and that's and the, the, Libsyn, by the way, uh, Rob Walsh, all the people over there at Libsyn, they wonderful job, helping me get my podcast all up and running and everything. Thank you, Rob. Um, so I I go to Libsyn and I put on the podcast and I schedule it to come out on Wednesday because it's already done and it's recorded, you know, because it's an older one that I said I'd recorded a while ago, and I was waiting because then the fire and everything. Okay, so you guys you guys are following me because you listen to the podcast. And if you don't listen, and this is your first time listening to the podcast, you're going, this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Anyways, so I go to put it out and I hit publish. And then for some reason, it published it that night, which was a mistake. Uh, So it went on to YouTube. I don't know if it's on the other apps, but I managed to be able to reprogram it to come out on Wednesday of this week for... uh, iTunes and stuff. So if you're listening on iTunes, then you would have... But this is like a week earlier, because that's not this podcast, but the one before it. So confusing, isn't it? Episode five, I believe that would have been. This would be episode six of the podcast. Well, I've been doing it for over a month now, and i uh, got to tell you, really enjoying it, uh, really enjoying the feedback I'm getting from all of you. So here's the great thing, though, about that whole uh, snafu with the podcast. I get the next morning, today... Tuesday, because it went out Monday. It was supposed to be, uh, it was scheduled to come out Wednesday, but it went out on YouTube on Monday. <clears throat> you hear my voice just crack? Mallory, whoa, wait a second, talk. Um, here's the wonderful thing about it. And this is the way God works in my life, in your life, in everybody's life. Even if you don't believe in God, he's working in your life. Um, uh, I get some, I get emails from people saying, 
Uh, and more than one person saying, this, you don't understand, this came out at the perfect time for me. It was what I needed right now to hear. And that episode, uh, the last episode of the podcast that I put out, I really took a chance on that one. And that's why I kind of held on to it for a while too, because I kind of thought, I want to everybody get kind of used to me in the podcast and stuff before I start, because I talked a lot about God. I talked about my faith. I talked about what I believe. I talked about all of you pursuing your dreams and, and goals and what you uh, should be pursuing in your lives. And so I, I wanted to hold off until people kind of got their feet wet in the podcast before I sprung that one on all of you, because some of you might go, well, I don't know about this, if this is what this is all going to be about. And it's not to say it isn't going to be about that because, of course, I try to put Star Wars in and I try to put other things in that are uh, fun and exciting and uh, about my life as a performer because I'm a voice actor. I do these voices in all these things and I get to work in fun projects like Star Wars and um, <clears throat> many other big franchises, anything from Transformers to Back to the Future to, you know, I, I don't know, uh, so many other things. Ratchet and Clank, Final Fantasy, uh, Marvel, DC, all of that. So... <clears throat> My voice is a little, is a little, uh, you know, from doing all the, hey, hey, how you doing? From doing that, it, it got a little uh, hazy. Anyways, um, and we're still dealing with the uh, fallout from the fire around here. So our voices are all still, my, mine and my family's. So I put that podcast out with the thoughts of, okay, we'll just see how people react to it. All of you have reacted so well. So I just want you to know that blesses my heart. It really blesses my heart to hear that people are blessed by what I'm doing here and that uh, I'm encouraging all of you and that you all are feeling like you're getting something out of the podcast. I don't ever want to put something out just because it's fun or goofy. I mean, and that's great. That's a great thing to do. But my goal is to be goofy and fun and entertaining as well as inspiring and uh, fulfilling to you. So, okay. So uh, there you go. So that is the hope. And that is what I uh, want to bring to this episode of the podcast as well and talk about many things. What do we got going on on the James Arnold Taylor podcast this time? Well, we're going to talk to some characters. We're going to meet, uh, probably meet a new character um, that uh, is an old character for me, a character I did in radio. I'll bring him in at some point. But we had Billy and Hank and uh, the announcer guy. See, I worry sometimes, oh, am I doing enough voices switching back and forth? Now, you all get that when I do the voices, I just switch. I just, if I'm... If I'm talking to Hank, Hank, how you doing? I'm doing good, James. How you doing? I'm doing great. You know, so I just switch back and forth and I just talk. I just have a conversation. But when I listen back, I sometimes forget that it's one person doing all the voices. <laughs> Look at that. I'm not that full of myself. I'm really not. I'm just saying it's really neat. It's neat to hear that it plays because I want to create a world for you all that you enjoy. That's a fun little getaway space with all these fun characters that uh, make you smile, make you laugh, make you have a good time and inspire you. So there you go. So I'm, this is a funny story. I just, just before this, just before this, um, just before, uh, actually, you know what, actually, before I even get into the funny story, let me tell you this story, which isn't a funny story, but it's a, it's a, it's a. It's a good story. It's an uplifting story. And then I'll get to the funny story. So went to lunch with a good friend, uh, an old friend and um, that I had uh, have reconnected with through the last uh, year. And it's really wonderful. She was uh, one of my uh, former writing partners. Uh, we used to write comedy together. And she's an actress. Uh, and you've seen her on um, 
Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld. And uh, she had a, there was a show called Dinner and a Movie for uh, many years, many, many years that she did, um, which was great where they would, uh, they would make a, they would make a food um, and a, a food. They would make a food. They would make a meal at, while they played um, a, a fun, goofy movie. And you remember this? It was on, it was on uh, one of the networks. It was TBS or TNT or uh, TMJ? No, it wasn't TMJ. That's it. TMZ? No, it wasn't TMZ. Anyways, um, uh, but Lisa Cushell was her uh, uh, performing name before, and now she's Lisa Arch because she got married. And Lisa and I go way back to our radio days together. And um, so for many years, we uh, did not have contact. And now we've reestablished contact and it has been lovely. So I say that for, for one of many things, I just had uh, lunch with her and her son and my wife and my daughter, and we had a lovely time and it was, it was a great time. We did a podcast together last year. Uh, my, my friend Louise Palanker has a podcast called Things I Found Online. You should check it out. It's a great podcast. And Louise, Wheezy, as I call Wheezy, uh, uh, Louise is a uh, entrepreneur, a filmmaker, a uh, writer, a director, a producer, and she was my boss at the Premier Radio Networks for many years when I produced radio comedy. And so Weezy's got this podcast that she does out of her house, and it's wonderful. And she's got like uh, guests like Joe Cipriano and uh, Larry Morgan, who are other friends of mine, as well as other people throughout the world of entertainment. Come on and, and talk. And Lisa is a, a regular on that podcast. And so we uh, reconnected by doing the podcast last year. So it's been a year since we reconnected. And it was really lovely to uh, see her and uh, to go through um, uh, our lives and kind of see how things have changed and stuff. So why am I bringing that up? Well, one, because I want to plug all my friends' things and stuff. Two, I have a funny story that happens after all of that, which I haven't got to because I'm off on a tangent because that's what I tend to do on this show. And three, if you have not connected with somebody in a long time, if it ended badly, if it ended good, but you just drifted apart or whatever, make a note. Make a note of that person today. All right? Make a note of that person. Think about that person. Say it ended badly. Okay? If it ended badly, what do you do? Well, here's the one thing I've learned through life. Um reconciliation doesn't always have to happen, but forgiveness does. Okay. So what I'm saying is if there's somebody you haven't connected with in a long time, and whether it was something you did or they did or together, or you just drifted apart time and things, sometimes that happens with school and stuff. You know, it's great if you can connect with them, but if not, think about them, say a prayer for them. Uh, Wish the best for them. If it ended poorly and you're mad at that person, say a prayer for them. Think about them. Wish the best for them. Hope the best for them. Pray the best for them. Okay? Really, really let go. Let go of any and all resentments, frustrations. Why? Why is it important? Why is it important to let go of forgiveness? These people, they, I can't, you can't, James, you don't understand what they did and all that. Yeah, I do. I actually do. <laughs> believe me i do um i understand when people uh, when there are things with people you have to let go you have to let go you have to forgive you have to find forgiveness not just for them but for yourself and again you don't have to reconcile with somebody to forgive them i think that that's the people get caught up in that and they think oh i have to we have to make up we have to see each other we have to all no you don't not for you to forgive them Here's the thing. We're all human. We all fall 
short of the grace of God. We all are sinful. We all make mistakes. We all have done something to someone else that is the same as what they did to you in some form or fashion in some way. And then you go, what you get, James? Come on. No, I'm, I'm a pretty good guy. Guess what? I'm a pretty good guy. You all know me. You all like me. Guess what? I've done things that have hurt other people that are my fault. And so I have to seek forgiveness there. That's the thing. You should always be willing to seek forgiveness, but sometimes some people aren't, or sometimes some people aren't capable of actually taking in what they did to you. And in that case, here's what you do. You say, they just can't see it. They're not able, they're not capable, and they don't see it. So I'm going to forgive them because God help them. They can't help themselves. Okay. Now, forgiveness, though, but for, okay, but forgiveness, forgiveness, why is it so healthy? Why is it so good? Because to let go, to lift off, to get rid of these things. See, here's the thing. By the end of your listening to this James Arnold Taylor podcast, the podcast itself, over the course of a year or time or however much time, however many episodes, hopefully by the, uh, at some point while you're listening to this show, you're going to go, you're going to realize one day, you're going to wake up one day and go, you know what? I've been doing some of the things James has been talking about. I've been kind of just kind of putting them into my life as I go. And you know what I'm realizing now? I feel better about myself, about my life. I feel healthier. I feel uplifted. I feel that my brain is not going all the time because that's what happens. We get stuck on stuff. We can't forgive. We can't let go. We can't forget. You know, we can't just give it up. And it is so healthy to give it up. Why? Not just for them, which it is because, you know, and even if you don't like the person, even if they've done terrible things, letting go of it for your own mental health, for your own sanity, for your own well-being. Here's what I want you to picture. Again, we're picturing ourselves in a better place in life, right? We're picturing ourselves feeling better about our lives, right? So I want you to picture when you are envisioning yourself there, I want you to picture yourself free of all these burdens of, of unforgiveness. That's, that's a huge, huge thing you have to do in your life. Why? Because it is going to heal your body and your brain. It's going to get into your subconscious, which is what we're talking about all the time. Are you practicing mindfulness? Are you taking time when you're washing your dishes, when you're brushing your teeth, when you're getting up and tying your shoes in the morning, when you're breathing, all those things that I've been talking about? You just take time to feel life and then tell yourself, and you can say it out loud, this is normal life. I am a normal person. I am a good person. I am trying every day to be the best person I can, and I am pushing forward. If you're doing those things and you're putting that in, that is a huge part of forgiveness and why forgiveness is so important and why it's so great to forgive and to rebuild friendships and such. And so I rebuilt a friendship. And and again, that wasn't like a huge thing of either of us needing to uh, forgive. We, we asked each other for forgiveness, though. And, and we sought forgiveness, and that's lovely. It's wonderful. Now, if, if there's a chance that you can reconcile but agree to disagree, you know, where you can both of you, you try to talk it out, and you still, you feel your way and they feel their way, but here's the thing, go, but can we at least do this? We agree to disagree agreeably, and, and if everything else is okay, have a relationship and those areas we just don't get into. I, that's possible too. I mean, there's many levels and layers to forgiveness. But for your own soul, for your own benefit, for your own health, find forgiveness. 
and I, I understand people do terrible things. I understand people have had terrible traumas in their lives. Look, I am, I'm one of them. And you, if you find forgiveness for that other soul, your soul uh, grows and flourishes and, and you feel the blessings of it. Okay. So that's the big uh, story there uh, today. Now, uh, Lisa and I, we're, we're great now and we're, we're very good, good because she was always like a sister to me. I, I love her dearly. And uh, so we've worked through all the stuff and, and here we are and uh, it's wonderful. There's redemption sometimes and there's other relationships where things aren't that there's people in my past that uh, I hold forgiveness for because I understand they're in a place where that's they just can't come to terms with whatever they did or what have you. And you just kind of go, okay, but God love them. And I pray for the best for them. I truly pray for the best for them. And and let it go and envision them having a wonderful life. And that maybe, yeah, and you can do this. You can pray too. And Lord, maybe someday they'll be able to see what they did to me or that they hurt me and they might seek forgiveness. That's a, There's nothing wrong with praying that and asking that and asking Maybe there'd be some redemption. Doesn't mean you have to be around the person anymore, too. Doesn't. It doesn't. All right. There you go. That's just my little uh, soapbox for the day. Forgiveness is wonderful. Now, here's what uh, leads up to it. And, 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 and that's not to say that in the case of myself and Lisa that it's all of that. We just had, you know, just uh, as you grew apart and things happen and all that. And then you get back together and you go, what happened? And then we all kind of assessed it and stuff. I'm, I'm talking about bigger things. I, there's, there's other things and other people in my life that uh, is much bigger. But anyways, uh, it made me think of it because of the story with Lisa and I, where we had not connected for many years. All right, there you go. And, uh, and Lisa is a wonderful actress and a wonderful mom. And you can find her on Twitter and Instagram and all of that stuff. And uh, there you go. Um, so we all go and have lunch and everything. And we come back and I had to, I had a, a last minute, I had to rush back home because I had a last minute session for Fox, the Fox network. Okay. Where I do the promos. It's the Simpsons. It's, it's the announcer guy. Basically, uh, Mr. Announcer Guy is the voice that I do for uh, Fox. The Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, coming up next on Fox. Um, so I had to do a, uh, a couple promos. So I run back here to do the promos. And uh, this is... Uh, this is um, I, <laughs> so I do three promos. They're just these little quick little ones, you know, coming up next or the, you know, The Simpsons is next. Well, this one I had to do for the TV show 911. And they're having their fall finale. Now, I say finale. Do you say finale or finale? Because they always make me say it both ways. That's another thing. When you're a voice actor, sometimes you have to say some words uh, two different ways. So I had to record it both ways just in case one of the producers or the you know executives that listens to it goes, well, he said that word weird. We say finale instead of finale. And he said finale. So make it say finale. So then they have it. Okay. So I had to say this. The 911 fall finale is tomorrow night. Now, I say finale. So, and I do three in a row. We do an A, a B, and a C take. It's called an ABC take, right? So they say, we're rolling. And then I, and I'm patched in on my ISDN box. So they're in Century City and I'm here in Westlake Village. And, um, and I, through the headphones, I hear them say, we're rolling. Okay, go ahead, James, whenever you're ready. So I say, the 911 fall finale is tomorrow night. The 911 fall finale is tomorrow night. And then I, the third take, I go for the third take, right? And this is what comes out. The 911 fall tamale is finale night. <laughs> I reverse the T. <laughs> I reverse the, the T and the F. Fall tamale. Have you had the fall tamales? They're lovely. 
Anyways, that made me laugh. That was the whole point of this gigantic story and going off on a tangent about forgiveness and all of that was just so I could tell you the 911 fall tamale is tomorrow night. Okay, there you go. Oh, what else is new in the world of James Arnold Taylor? Well, I'm getting a haircut later today. How about that? What do you think of that? You know, even uh, even us uh, people that are in the public eye have to get haircuts and uh, take out the garbage and all of that. So I'm going to get a haircut. Uh, I go to Eddie James Salon. You know, I've I've had Eddie on my uh, on on my chat uh, drives. I think I, or one of my vlogs where he cut my hair. Um, <clears throat> my hair's longer now. I've grown it out. Here's the deal. Back uh, about ten years ago. When uh, Clone Wars and everything was going, I had long hair. If you look online and you see me with long hair and everything, and I like I like wearing my hair a little longer. I, I like the look. I like the feel of it. You know, I'm a child of the 70s and 80s, and so, you know, I, I grew up with long hair. Um, why did I start cutting? And then I cut my hair real short of the last few years of uh, Star Wars weekends and stuff, and I wore the glasses and did kind of that, the nerd kind of, you know, chic nerd kind of look. And I did that because, well, several reasons. One, um, when I have long hair, for some reason, I think it's my size because, you know, I'm, I'm small, I'm petite, I'm five foot four and about 120 pounds. And, uh, every time my back is to people in stores and stuff, they call me ma'am. <laughs> it's so, oh, it's so annoying. I really hate it. People like, can I, and like my wife and I will be there and say, can I help you ladies? I'm the lady and, uh, uh sir, uh, and they turn into porky pig. Yes. So, uh, when my hair's long, I get mistaken for a woman. Yeah, that happens. Whatever. What are you going to do? All right. So, uh, but I'm not cutting my hair off today. I'm keeping it long and I'm going to get it kind of feathered. That's what I'm, I'm layers. I want layers. Uh, I'm watching Michael Douglas on a, on a new Netflix show and I'm going, he's got great hair. Now I want that. Uh, so I'm going to see if the guy can do my hair like that. Anyways, we'll see if I end up looking like Michael Douglas. <laughs> My wife would like that because Michael Douglas, he's a charming, charming man, isn't he? A handsome, handsome fella. All right. Um, so uh, anyways, uh, so I'm going to get my hair cut and then uh, we've got Thanksgiving. Now I do the cooking around the Taylor house for Thanksgiving. I do all the cook. I, I do 99% of the cooking anyways on a regular basis. And because of our uh, diet and lifestyle, we eat at home probably about 90% of the time. So I cook a lot of food on a regular basis. So I'm going to go to my favorite grocery store, Erwan Market, tomorrow morning. Get up early in the morning, Wednesday, the day before uh, Thanksgiving. I will um, go, and this is now you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, but before Christmas. So there you go, right? So this is still kind of in the mood. Giving you my plans. I will go to Erwan Market, which is all everything in there is organic, which is great. So you don't have to worry and look. Oh, is this not organic? Is this organic? I like to eat organic. And this store was uh, affected by the fire. They were closed for five days. They lost almost, uh, they lost about a half a million dollars in uh, revenues um, being closed all that time. Isn't that crazy? And uh, it's terrible. So we're trying to support them as much as we can and keep them going. And it's a wonderful store. I've talked about it before on the podcast. Anyways, um, so I'll go there. I'll buy my cranberries. I get fresh cranberries. Here's what I do. I get cranberries and I get a pear and an apple. And then I get apple juice, organic, just straight up apple juice, nothing in it, no fillers or anything, no sugar added or anything. And I make uh, cranberry sauce. I make it all myself from scratch. Then I will make the gravy. 
all from scratch. Then I'll make, I'm not going to do stuffing this year. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do probably just rice, like a rice pilafy kind of rice. That'll be nice with, uh, you know, uh, green onion and parsley and all of the little seasonings in there and you cook it up and stuff. And, I, and I'm going to make, you know, I talked on that one, uh, the, the one of the last ones there, I talked about a, a meal, right? And I went through how to make rice and everything. So I'm going to shoot some videos on this soon enough too for all of you to check out. So there you go. Uh, so I'll make that. And then I'm going to, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get some Brussels sprouts. Do you guys like Brussels sprouts? Oh, come on. What's wrong with you? Anyways, see, I, I was I was acting as if you went, no, James. Uh, but some of you like them. So let me try it again. Do you guys like Brussels sprouts? Oh, good. Yeah, good. Anyways, I take the Brussels sprouts. You clean them up. You cut them in half, maybe in fourths. Then you take another apple and some leek and some onion. I get these uh, Cipollini onions. You know what they are? Cipollini onions? Oh, they're lovely. And then I, I cut all that up. I put it in a cast iron skillet, a little olive oil. And then you get those in there, the onions first, and you let them caramelize. Then you throw in the apple. Then you throw in the uh, Brussels sprouts. And it turns into this wonderful caramelized. Mm, and I, here's the other thing I do. A little maple syrup. Ooh, yeah, yes. Just pour that maple syrup over it. And now you have a sweet, savory, because you also salt, a little sea salt. Uh, that's a wonderful little vegetable meal. And rather than, you know, people kind of, everybody does the green beans with the almonds and stuff. That's fine. You can do that, sure. But I like this. And so uh, you got your cranberries, you got your uh, rice, uh, you got your uh, Brussels sprouts, you got your, um, what else was I saying? Oh, uh, gravy. And then I'll do mashed potatoes. And I make them from scratch. And, uh, you know, get the potatoes, you steam them and then you mash them and then you put in all the stuff and, uh, everything. And then you do some, uh, turkey if you eat that. And if you don't, then you can do like a tempeh or a tofu or, you know, whatever you do. Uh, you can do lentils, um, if you're vegan or a uh, vegetarian and you don't want to do all that. There's all sorts of yummy things. So that's what I'll do. I'll, uh, and then I may make a dessert, although I think we ordered from Karma Bakery. Oh my goodness. If you don't live in Los Angeles, you're missing out on Karma Bakery. They are wonderful and they are down the street from our home. Uh, they are gluten-free and vegan and it's fantastic. So we ordered a, uh, this year, no, we didn't do a pumpkin pie. Everybody does pumpkin pie. They make a coffee cake, like with a crumble, you know, that, that crumble on top and everything. Oh man. So we do that. We ordered one of those and we're going to pick that up that way. Cause normally I will make a, uh, a pumpkin. I'll make a kabocha squash cheesecake which is a pumpkin, that's a Japanese pumpkin squash. And I'll make a cheesecake out of that. But I'm not doing it this year because I'm already making everything else. And uh, so if you come over to the uh, Taylor house, uh, you will see uh, James in his apron cooking up uh, food. And then I like to put out snacks for everybody beforehand. So all day when people come over, all day they can just eat whatever, whatever they want. I put out uh, crudite, which is, you know, like uh, the, the carrots and the celery and the uh, radish and the, all that stuff. And you put that with a little dip and everything and some chips and some crackers and some cheeses that are, you know, we're vegan uh, as far as cheese goes. We don't do dairy. So I do like uh, uh, cashew cheeses and all that are really good. Actually, they're very good. And uh, and then I put out um, some nuts, you know, lots of nuts and things and uh, almonds and pecans and cashews and chocolate covered ones and all sorts of you did all the all that right and then what else do we do we put out oh well i have many beverages for people whether they drink or not drink i'll have wine for people to drink or bourbon my buddy jeff will come over he'll have a bourbon and um and uh and then we'll do sparkling water mountain valley sparkling water oh it's wonderful and i'll have water 
because <laughs> I'm that's me. And uh, everybody else will have good stuff. My daughter loves those Izzy's sodas, so she'll have Izzy sodas, and uh, or sometimes we'll do Martinelli sparkling apple and stuff. We'll put out all sorts of snacky snacks, and you can snack all day while I make that stuff. While I make all the other food, and then that night we, you know, early evening we do the Thanksgiving meal, and then we'll play some games some board games and maybe some Wii and then we'll have some dessert and then we'll play a little bit more. We'll sit around and talk and we'll have a good time. And then that's it. Then it's a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays because, um, I don't know. I think I like just the idea that it's just, there's no, uh, there's nothing about it except you'd come together as friends and you, you talk and you love each other. Isn't that lovely? That's what it should be. So there you go. Um, so that's uh, that's what will happen for Thanksgiving, which has already happened because you're listening to this after Thanksgiving because it's coming out after Thanksgiving. Week after. There you go. So, oh, I'm sure I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I don't know if Hank and Billy and uh, Reggie, uh, Reginald, don't call me Reggie, uh, will be there or Franklin or Brian or uh, any of the other characters that I'm introducing into the show uh, will be there. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right. So now I did, you know, the first couple episodes, I did segments where I played interviews and I guess I'll play, uh, maybe I'll play an interview segment. I haven't decided yet at this point, but if there's an interview segment in this show, you'll find out. Now I don't do like a lot of shows, a lot of podcasts. They go, this is what we got planned today, right at the top. And they tell you that stuff. I don't do that. I usually have a little bit for you, like, you know, where I'm talking to my characters. So we get some of the talking to myself right out of the way, right at the beginning of the podcast. Right. And then I kind of talk for a while and then I take some of your emails and calls and things. I'm going to, I'm going to set up. Okay. If you are a fan of the James Arnold Taylor podcast, here's how I'm going to do it. Cause I have a phone number assigned. I have all of that. I'm ready to go with recording phone calls. I'm not going to do them live, like live into the podcast. I'm going to record, pre-record them and then cut them into the podcast. So here's what I'm going to do. If you listen to this podcast and are not following me on some form of social media, you better do it. J-A-T actor, Jat actor. Okay. Why? Here's why. Because pretty soon I'm going to make an announcement on probably on my Twitter first saying, Hey, this such and such a date at such and such a time, I will be recording phone calls for the James Arnold Taylor podcast. If you want to call in, call in between these times, you know, Pacific time, I'll give you the, you know, time frame and everything. And then you just call that number and wait. There's, I've got about four lines on there. So you might have to wait and try back a little bit. But so for like an hour, I'll take calls and then I'll record them, pre-record them and then put them on the show. So be listening, watching my social media for that very soon. Okay. That's how we're going to do it. And then you could ask me a question or you could talk to one of my characters. You could ask one of my characters a question. Whatever you want, I will be there and it'll be a lot of fun, okay? But for now, let's take some of your emails. It's, it's Yeah, it's Ask Jat. Oh, I did an Ask Jat the other day while I was going uh, waiting at the dentist. I got there a half an hour early, accidentally, at the dentist. And then I had, I had a half hour time, so I sat in the car and took your uh, questions. So thank you all for... All of you that participated in the Ask Jat there. Um, and then I you know, I went up to the dentist just for cleaning and I found out I have to have a crown done. Ugh. So by the time this is out, I will have had the first step of the crown in my mouth. You know, the temporary will be on. For two weeks, you have to wear a temporary crown, which always I hate. You know why I hate it? Because you never know if it'll pop off. I've had it happen before. And so I don't like that. But I have a, yeah, I have a crown I have to get done. So when I was a kid, I, I wanted braces. I really wanted braces because I had very crooked teeth and I knew I wanted to be a voice actor. And I, so I wanted to get it over with then, but uh, we did not have the means to afford braces uh, for me. 
And so uh, I waited till I was an adult. And uh, so, yeah, so I've had to have a lot of dental work as an adult, but my mouth now is, uh, you know, trying to try my best. But I got to get, yeah. Ooh, so while you're listening to this, I will be in the middle waiting for my, my permanent crown to come in and then be put on. Oh, it's not a happy time when you have to have that done. Anyways, okay, let's look at the um, things here. What do we got? I got some wonderful, let me just say, all of you that are sending comments to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, I love you. You're, you're wonderful. You're wonderful people. Hey, should we come up with a character that reads, uh, that presents them to me? What do you think? Who would that be? I'll just come up with somebody here now. I like, I like the name Bob. You know why I like Bob for a character? Because I can go, hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Bob, 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 Bob. Um, so, uh, hey, Bob. Let's see what comes out of my mouth here. I don't, I, 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 so I'm creating, this is how it happens. I create characters just boom on the fly. So Bob is going to help me answer uh, your Ask Jack questions from this point on. So, hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Bob, Bob, Bob. Let's see what happens when I open my mouth and do Bob's voice. Yes. Yes. Hello, James. Oh, hi, Bob. Yes. Um, so I am going to uh, do your Ask Jack questions for you. Oh, great. That's, that's great. Bob, Bob, tell me about yourself. Well, my name is Bob. Yes? Yeah, that's really all you've come up with so far. Oh, okay. So we don't really know much else about you at this point. That's correct, sir. Oh, you call me sir. That's very nice. You can call me James. That's correct, James, sir. What are you like, Billy? Are you Billy's brother or something? I'm his uh, uncle. Oh, you're, you're Billy the intern's uncle. Yes, sir. That's correct. Well, very nice. Welcome to the show. You actually kind of sound a little like him. Uh, I, yes, I have been told that before. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Bob. Um, Bob, what do we got? Uh, who do we got first? What's, uh, what is, uh, first on the emails for the Ask Chat? I am so glad you asked, uh, Mr. James, sir. It's James. Sir. Okay. Um, okay. So I have one here from Tom Street in the United Kingdom. Uh, that would be, uh, on the, uh, the other side of the pond, as they say. That's right. Bob, you're a, yeah, that's what they say. Can you, uh, Bob, do you have a little British accent? Can you do a British accent? Uh, hello, matey. Well, I, that wasn't really British and mate. That's more of a Australian thing, but that's okay, Bob. You, you give it a shot. That's all right. Okay. What does Tom Street say? He says, hi, James, longtime fan and new listener, brilliant podcast. I listen to each episode back to back while it's illustrating. Oh, he says, whilst. That's very British. Illustrating at work, so I'm looking forward to hearing more incredible content. Well, that's nice. Did he say anything else? Yes, he does. Let me continue to read. Okay, well, you go ahead. My question to you is, how do you feel about the marketing uh, to the Ratchet and Clank movie? Specifically that yourself and the talented David Kay did not receive top billing despite you both playing the title characters. I understand names like Stallone and Giamatti probably sell more tickets, but where do you sit on the matter? Very happy to hear that yourself and your family are safe. Always looking forward to hearing you in future projects. Our thoughts and best wishes from north of England. Tom. Well, uh, thank you, Tom Street. That is a wonderful email. Uh, and thank you, Bob, for reading that. Well, it is my pleasure, Mr. James, sir. Just James. Sir? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. So, uh... The question, I've been asked this question a lot. Now, I did talk about Ratchet and Clank uh, in an episode uh, before, but I didn't, I didn't touch on this, Tom. And the question, everybody, is how do I feel about the fact that I don't get the same credit that the, uh, uh, the movie stars that are in the movie uh, do, but yet I am actually the title character and the, the star of the movie? 
<laughs> well, it's happened to me before and uh, it will happen again, I'm sure. And, you know, look, uh, my own personal feeling about it, I, I don't like it. I think it's uh, silly. I think that the only way people can, you know, they, they, Hollywood goes, yes, but these people are names. And I say, yes, but the only way I can become a name is if you actually give me a credit <laughs> when I star in a movie. All of them started at some point and starred in something for the first time, and they got a credit as the lead character. But uh, us voice actors, we don't get taken seriously. Now, you know, we did at least get our names in there on title cards and stuff, which was nice. But um, yeah, it was a big deal. I will say this, when they were making that movie, that was part of the negotiations that I put into my contract because I knew I was not going to get paid anywhere near. Now, that's the other thing. We did not, we were the stars in the movie. We did not get paid anywhere near the money that uh, the celebrities got paid to be in this movie, which is crazy. But, um, so I said, if I'm not going to, I took a, I took a page from Mel Blanc's story. If you've ever read, uh, if you've never read Mel Blanc's autobiography, please do yourself a favor as a, if you're a fan of voice acting and read Mel Blanc's story. Now, of course, all of you know Mel Blanc is the voice of every Looney Tunes character in the world uh, before he passed and uh, just changed the face of voiceover forever. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Yosemite Sam, Foghorn Leghorn, uh, Henry the Chicken Hawk, uh, Sylvester the Cat, Sylvester Jr., uh, I had to have said Daffy Duck already, right? Daffy, Porky, uh, everybody. Uh, Wiley Coyote, uh, The Roadrunner, Speedy Gonzalez, Mel Blanc. He wrote a book, uh, That's Not All, Folks. And in it, he told the story of Woody Woodpecker. Um, or no, not Woody Woodpecker. No, there is a story. Yeah, he got, he got kind of messed over on the deal on the Woody Woodpecker thing, but that's a different story. No, he was trying to get more money for the Warner Brothers cartoons and they said no and he said well then give me a credit so at least everybody knows it's me doing these voices and maybe I can get more work and they went yeah okay whatever so if you notice there's a specific point um you start looking at the cartoons that were made before this date and then after this date you'll know the ones that were made before it because they don't say in the credits when they're opening the cartoons and you see the the title of the cartoon and the artists and all of that you'll see voice characterizations by Mel Blanc. Now, before that, he didn't get credit. And that was when he wanted more money and he said, give me a credit. And they said, fine. And they gave him a credit then from that point on. Now, that's why we all know that it was Mel Blanc. If he never did that, we wouldn't have known that. So I said, when we were doing the Ratchet and Clank movie, because I knew I wasn't going to make anywhere near as much money as all the celebrities that were in it. Give me a credit. Make sure my name. So part of my contract was my name's got to be at least on the poster. Because TMNT, we did the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I did uh, The Clone Wars. Both of those movies, I was one of the lead characters. You know, Leonardo was the lead turtle. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Didn't get my name on the posters at all. So uh, Ratchet and Clank, you know, it's called Ratchet and Clank. My character is Ratchet. It's about the story of Ratchet. Um, I'd like my name on the poster. So that was part of the deal. But all of their names were uh, first, and there you go. That's what you get. Uh, that is part of it. Very long uh, answer to your question, Tom Street, but I appreciate you asking it. Um, do I love that? No, I don't love that. Uh, do I think it's right? No, I don't think it's right. Uh, is it Hollywood? Yes, it is. Do I love Hollywood? Eh. I'm very appreciative to do the work that I do in Hollywood. Hollywood itself is a beast that is eating itself. And, uh, you know... Uh, that's that's what it does. That's what beasts do. They eat themselves alive. And that's what Hollywood will do eventually. And that's why things like podcasts are out. 
So people that um, are not part of the mainstream of Hollywood and known by everybody have places where they can talk. And that's why YouTube and uh, all of these things are here. And then all of you that end up loving and finding these things and making them viral or famous or, or known. Uh, see, that's the whole thing, because the real truth is, is Hollywood is nothing without all of you. Uh, Star Wars is nothing without all of you. Um, all of it is nothing without all of you, the fans, buying the tickets, buying the merchandise, making it possible, speaking out, you're uh, being vocal about what you love. And that's why things are made because there's wonderful, wonderful things that are made that never see the light of day because somebody uh, somewhere in Hollywood decided, eh, nah, the kids won't like that. And, um, and it doesn't get seen or something like, uh, like Matt Lanter's show, Timeless, which, you know, got amazing uh, reaction, save Timeless, save Timeless, so much so they make, a, they make a second season and then everybody wants a third season and they're like, eh, no, sorry, no. And they don't do it. Now they're making a movie, which is great. But uh, anyways, uh, that's my little tirade about um, about Hollywood. And but and my thanks to all of you that actually appreciate and do these things and uh, stick up for them and support them. Thank you. Uh, so uh, thank you, Tom Street. Uh, Bob, are you still here? Yes, sir. I have not left. Oh, very. <laughs> you're just quietly sitting there. Okay. Um, uh, do we have another one to take? Well, let me take a look. Okay. Very good. I love your quiet way, Bob. Well, thank you, sir. I I enjoy your uh, performances and in your uh, show and your podcast. Well, thank you, Bob. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's see. We have one from Mandy Horning from the USA. Mandy Horning. Yes, sir. James. James, sir. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it says, hi, uh, J-A-T. Oh, that's Jat. That's, may I call you Jat? You can. Okay, thank you, Jat, sir. Just Jat. Sir. Yeah, okay. It says, hi, Jat. First, I want to tell you how thankful I am for your podcast. You continue to inspire me with your faith and positivity with each new post. And you make me laugh. My first question is, have you ever worked with Dwight Schultz of the A-Team? I am a huge fan of his and know the bulk of his career has been voice work, some of which I've enjoyed myself. And I know you've worked with many voice acting greats like uh, Jim Cummings is my favorite voice actor. Okay, so, well, okay, let me, uh, yeah, Jim Cummings is my favorite voice actor as well. Uh, all right, Mandy. Yes, Dwight Schultz and I did a uh, movie together last year. It came out. We actually recorded it a couple years ago, but it took a while for them to put it out. It was Lego Flash. Did did anybody see that one? It's on iTunes. It's uh, it's uh, you can get it. It's a wonderful, fun movie. I am the voice of Lego Flash. I've been the voice of Lego Flash for many years now. And Dwight Schultz played. Anybody know? Reverse Flash. He was my nemesis in it. And so Dwight and I spent the day yelling at each other in a little padded room. Uh, no, they tracked both of us. Uh, we tracked our lines together, our dialogue together for that movie. Uh, and I was always a fan of Dwight Schultz. You know, if anybody grew up watching the A-Team, I love the A-Team. And, uh, and Dwight was wonderful on that. And he's always been a wonderful character actor. And he's gotten into voiceover, as Mandy mentions. And so, yeah, I spent the day with Dwight. And Dwight had to do... Now, he had to do some vocal acrobatics. Because uh, the reverse flash yelled like every line at me. You know, so I'm the Flash. I'm just like, oh, okay, hey, so it's me, the Flash. And he was like, I will get you, Flash. You know, and he was screaming every line. And uh, But man, he is a great actor and a lot of fun. So yes, I enjoyed working with Dwight Schultz, just as I enjoy working with Jim Cummings and all these other great voice actors. So thank you for your question, Mandy. Okay, uh, very good. Um, 
And uh, let me see what else I can find here. Okay. Uh, let me... Uh, you know, maybe next time you can prep the the emails beforehand. You can pick them. Oh, that is a good idea. However, you just created me, so I was... Uh, I, if, if, if I wasn't just created, then I would have had the time to uh, go through and find the... Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough there, uh, Bob. Hey, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir, James. Just James. Sir. Yes, whatever. Okay, this is our, this is our little who's on first routine. Okay, what do you got then? Oh, yes. Okay, this is Andrea Riccotti. Andrea Riccotti. Oh, that's a great, like, Italian name. You know, I have uh, uh, Italian in my heritage. I did not know that, sir. James. James, sir. Sir James. No, I'm, well, I'm not a sir like that, but yeah. Yes, um, uh, uh, Campobasso is the maiden name on my mother's side, and uh, I am 25% Italian, so Andrea Riccotti. Uh, yes, it says, hi, James. I wanted to thank you first for everything you do for us, not only as an actor, but as a person. Oh, that's very nice. Yes, I think that's lovely. Your messages are inspirational and encouraging and helps me want to encourage others too. Well, bingo! That is exactly what I want. I want other people to feel encouraged by what I do, Bob, and then they encourage others. They pay it forward. Yes, uh, paying it forward is very good. It's not just a movie with Haley Joel Osment. No, that's true. Okay. Oh, you continue reading. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, you startled me. I'm sorry. I jumped. Okay, I encourage others to, and strive to be better with each day. I love your voice work from Tetis in Final Fantasy X to all your amazing roles in the Clone Wars series and the ranges you can do with each role. Exclamation point. My question is stemmed from browsing on your website. Oh, my website, jamesarnoldtaylor.com. If you have not had a chance to go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com yet and check it out, please, please do so. Oh, very good. I will do that. You've never been to my website, Bob? Again, you just created me, so how would I... That's fair enough. You keep getting me with that. Okay, Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, 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 Bob. There's a story behind the Hey, Bob. Have I told you? Yes. Can I please just get through this, though, first? Oh, now you're getting a little snippy with me. I like that, Bob. That's good. Yes. Hold your ground, man. Read the email. Don't let James go off on his ADHD, you know, woo, I'm over here. I'm over there. Very good. Okay. I'm going to continue reading. I noticed you have artwork and wanted to know if you could tell us more about how long you've been doing artwork, uh, what inspires you to do them, and your favorite methods, how often you do them, etc. Thank you so much. Andrea Riccotti from the United States of America. Well, okay. Thank you, Andrea. Andrea? Andrea. I, you know, I know it could go either way. Um, so uh, if I pronounce it wrong, forgive me. Um, but uh, so my painting. Thank you, Andrea. Andrea. Uh, for asking Andrea. It could be, it could be any of those. Um, I have been a painter. Well, I've been an artist since uh, day one. When I was a little kid, I loved drawing. I loved drawing with pencils, sketches, creating. I'd create my own comic books. I would draw my own comic books. I would draw Snoopy. When I was a kid, uh, I was in love with Peanuts and all of the Charlie Brown stuff. And I would um, draw Snoopy and Charlie Brown and all of them. And I would make my own little comics of them. And, and it was when I was like six or seven years old, I said that when Mr. Charles Schultz um, retires... I would take over for him is what I, I said. And uh, that was my plan. So um, I've always loved to draw. And then painting became a thing uh, when I was older. I, I've, I've painted throughout my life and I took art classes and sculpting and I love sculpting with clay. I've done all of that stuff. But um, painting became a thing where I was looking, you know, I don't have any hobbies. Uh, I don't really have, um, I don't, <laughs> this is going to sound silly. I don't have a lot of friends and I don't have a lot of um, hobbies 
uh, or sp- I don't do sports or anything. Um, I run, but then I broke my foot uh, this last year and I was unable beca- because of running. And so I've had to take some time off of running. And now I walk with my wife and we go for walks, but because of the fire, we haven't been able to walk. Anyways, wow, I'm off on a tangent again. So um, I don't really have a lot of hobbies and I don't do a lot of things with uh, friends in in spare time or anything. So uh, painting was one of those things for me to where I could uh, get alone and paint. And uh, and again, as I, I am a Christian and again, you know, oh, there he goes again. Well, but it's it's just part of my life. It's who I am. It's what I do. And it's uh, the reason I'm here. Uh, so I thought, what could I paint? And I was compelled. I wanted to fill my home with scripture, with the Bible, with uh, verses from the Bible that inspire me and um, uh, that I like to memorize. So I started with that. I got large canvases and I began painting on them. And now, okay, because I've had a lot of chemical sensitivities in my life because of the uh, toxic mold poisoning that I encountered uh, years ago, 13 years ago, I'm very sensitive to different chemicals and smells and things. So I couldn't use just regular old paints. So I found these, what they call clay paints, and they are clay and you add water and then they, and they make these wonderful natural kind of textures and tones and feels. And there's blue and tan and orange and red. And so I would make these paintings using those and then a little acrylics um, sometimes too, some acrylic paints that uh, don't smell too much and aren't toxic. And I like painting on large canvases and I like using sponges and brushes and uh, towels and whatever I can kind of, you know, get my hands on to just create textures off all over the uh, the canvas. And then I paint scripture over it. So if you go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com and you look at the art, you can see some of the art. There's some examples. I haven't updated lately because I've done more paintings since then, but um I haven't updated it all completely, but you can see some of the things that I'm talking about if you go to my website, jamesarnoldtaylor.com, and check out the art. But I love it. And so now we have paintings all over the house that are um, scripture. You know, uh, come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest, Mark. Uh, what is that, 30? Uh, uh, we've got, um, oh, uh, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Uh, we've got... Um, Above our bed, there's a painting. He makes me lie down in green pastures. So so wherever I go, I've got various pieces of scripture all over the house and I can look at it and it brings me comfort. So pretty much wherever I turn throughout the house, I can look and see God's word comforting me. And when I'm then distressed, I can say that. I can look at it. Therefore, do not worry about your life. Be anxious for nothing, you know. Uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. So I can look at these things, and that's why I decided painting them is good. And that's what I do because, again, it's all about em- envisioning yourself at your best. When you wake up in the morning and you feel like garbage, wake up, sit up straight, do some deep breathing, okay, while you're sitting. And then, rather than thinking about all the junk, think about you at your best. And not in a heady, I'm so great, aren't I cool way, but like, what's me at my best? Okay, you close your eyes. Because when you close your eyes, you shut off this world and you go into the, uh, you allow the subconscious to take, get it into the subconscious. Okay, this is proven stuff. Close your eyes, get in there, get into that more, uh, the, the low beta, uh, alpha and beta. You don't want to be all in high beta. That's the brain waves. That's where they go. When, when we're up and we're active and we're doing stuff, we're in that high beta mode. You don't want to be in that. You close your eyes and you picture you at your best. And then you picture you doing the things you love. 
And then you picture you interacting with people whom you love. And you picture how you look. And you believe that. This is the key. Then you believe that. Okay? Now, I am telling you from firsthand experience as somebody that has gone through depression, uh, panic, anxiety, uh, you know, I have ADHD, all these things. I am telling you, it works. Okay? It works. Big breath. When you breathe in, do this first. When you breathe in in the morning, nice big deep breath in. And the more you practice deep breathing, the better you're going to get, okay? It's the first few times you do it, you may get a little dizzy. You may go, James, I was stupid. I'm not going to... It's okay. Just keep doing it, okay? Start slow. Take a breathe in for, you know... Breathe in for four seconds, hold it for seven seconds, blow it out for eight seconds. I've talked about this before. You do something like that, right? Okay, and when you breathe in, breathe in positive words. What I do is I breathe in, you know, the Lord. Breathe in God. Breathe in goodness. Breathe in health. And then when I breathe out, I'm I'm blowing out, I'm pushing away the bad stuff. So I blow out negativity, unhealthy thoughts, um, bad stuff, uh, worry, anxiety, you blow it out, okay? And you picture in your mind when you're doing this with your eyes closed, you picture those words kind of coming out of your mouth. I have a really picturesque imagination and thought so I can picture these things. It comes out of my mouth and like a vapor and then it dissolves. Anxiety dissolves. But then you breathe in health. You picture breathing that in and it's going up like a, you know, like one of these movies where the effects, you know, like a Harry Potter or something, and it goes up into you and you breathe in health, right? And then you breathe out the smoke. It's of all the negative words, hurt words, all the things, breathe them out and believe that when you breathe them out, they push out and they are gone. Okay. And you don't need to invite them back in. And you can even say out loud, you're not invited back. Be gone. If you're a believer, you say, be gone in Jesus name. All right. If you're not, you say, be gone, get out. You have no place in my life. You have no place in my life. Okay, that's what you do. That's a long, uh, long answer to Andrea, Andrea's question about my painting. <laughs> but that's why I did it. Uh, so I could look around and see positive things and be filled with positive things because the more you are filled with positive things and surround yourself with positive people that are are uh, good thinking and happy people, uh, the more blessed you will be and the more uh, successful you will be and the more um, healthy you will be. Uh, you will live a longer, healthier, happier life uh, doing these things. You will. You'll be blessed by them. And hopefully by listening to this podcast, you're learning these things and you're going to be blessed by them too, okay? I believe in you. Don't forget. Everybody, I believe in you. Yeah, Bob. Okay, uh, yes. Uh, no, that was uh, that was very inspirational and lovely, James. I feel as though I should be uh, uh, Reggie. Uh, don't call me Reginald. Uh, no, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. Uh, yes, uh, I should be uh, doing his uh, part here. Well, no, I mean, yeah, this kind of turned into that, but it's not that. Okay, so anyways, well, you got another one? Yes, I do. Uh, Chris Reichert, Reichert uh, of the USA. Uh, asks, now this is, I find this interesting here. Listen to this. I don't know if you'll have an answer for this. I don't, I don't either. We'll, we'll give it a shot. All right, Bob. Yeah, Bob, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Chris uh, asks, I've heard that the original Resident Evil voice actors on the PlayStation 1 had very little or no context when reading their lines. And as such, we received the classic terrible voice acting in that game. 
Uh, of course, no offense to the actual actors involved, he says. Have you ever had a voice acting job that went like that? Also, what does this tell Titus a tale option in your website drop-down menu? Oh, okay. Well, he has a couple different, yeah, a couple different questions there. And interesting, interesting comments. So Chris Reichert uh, asks about uh, Resident Evil, uh, the original Resident Evil game. He's saying that, I, now I, I know nothing of it and I don't know who played in it. And he's saying, of course, no offense to the actors involved, but it's been said that there was uh, no context given when they got, so when they got this, they got into the session. Here's how it works a lot of times, everybody. You get into a voice session, especially for video games, you have no idea what you're going to get into or what you're doing or anything at all. You have no context. You know nothing. You just get a script of lines that you have to say, and they're usually put in an Excel document. So you're just reading. You don't know what the other people you're interacting with are saying or anything. It's You don't get a script. You just get an Excel document full of lines and read them. And so a lot of times that can affect the quality of a game, and that's what he's saying uh, he heard has pretty much happened with the uh, Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil game. Yes, that's correct. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Bob. Yes, sir. James. James, sir. Bob. No, I'm I'm James. You're Bob. Oh, yes, Bob, sir. Yeah, I mean, yes, James, sir. James. Yes, sir. Okay, whatever. Um, now that does happen a lot with video games. I have been in many. I've been in TV shows. Where you sit there and you go, what is this about? Does anybody know what this is about? I don't know what this is about. And then you see it later and then you go, oh my gosh, if somebody had just told me it was going to be about that, well, we could have had a great old time. So yes, uh, Chris, that's a great question. It does happen with voice acting a lot more than it happens with on camera. Although I've heard even uh, friends of mine that are on camera actors where they they get in, they have no idea what they're doing, and then it affects the the show in the end in the long run. So there's a lot of, uh, more so in video games, where you end up not knowing. There, I, I mean, I can honestly say there's been countless video games that I've done where I went in knowing nothing of the script and just read my lines the best I could and give... That's why we do A, B, and C takes of things. We give you different options. Uh, so it's like, uh, hey, look over there. It'd be like, hey, look over there. Or, hey, look over there. Or, hey, look over there. See, yeah, I because I don't know the context. So I got to cover my bases on the context and give them all sorts of different versions of it. That way, in case it is, oh, he's scared. Hey, look over there. Or he's, he's like curious. Hey, look over there. And, you know, so as voice actors, we try. And that's why it's nice, Chris, to just say no offense to the actual actors involved because it wasn't their fault uh, in the Resident Evil game if, if it wasn't um, great acting. Because sometimes, and then also, as I've mentioned, uh, there's, there's a feel sometimes as well that is kind of a, and I mean this with no disrespect, kind of an anime feel that is a little more stilted. And so you might say thing, and I did that with Titus. Titus was a little more stilted and like that because I didn't have a ton of context. And as I've mentioned, uh, in that, uh, when I talked about when, well, when Titus talked about, uh, when Obi-Wan interviewed him in one of the last episodes, I didn't have a lot of context and we went through the game as like beginning to end. So I was learning as the character learned. And so sometimes it comes through in the performance if you don't know, and they're on such a time schedule and they just want to get everything done because they have so many lines. So yes, it does happen. Uh, and, and it has happened to me and, um, uh, you know, I can't even tell you the, the names of the things because it's just, there's, it happens quite often. 
that you don't get the context, you don't have any uh, real uh, direction, and it's just a script of lines that doesn't give any other actor's lines and you don't know who you're talking to or what you're talking about. So there you go. That's a good question. And then uh, what did he, did he have another, he had another part of that there, Bob? Hey, Bob, 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 Bob. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, he also says, and what is this tell Titus a tale option in your website drop down menu? Okay, so if you go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com, you click on the chat show link, you go to that page, and you then go to the choose a topic. You got to go to choose a topic. You got to choose a topic. And then there's all these various topics. Look, I'm going to go to it right now because I can sit here talking about it. And then if I don't, I, I let me, let's, I'm doing it right now. Look at this. I'm going to jamesarnoldtaylor.com. Hey, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. Uh, tell him what I'm doing. He's going to jamesarnoldtaylor.com and clicking on the Jet Show button up in the top right-hand corner. That's right. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye. Uh, okay, so then you go to the Choose a Topic. Let's see, there's different topics. You've got the Jatcast podcast. That's this one. That's what you would do for this. Then there's Tell Titus a Tale. Then there's The Jat Show. Then there's Clone Wars Conversations. Then there's Ask Jack Question. And then there's a general comment. Okay, so the Jatcast podcast. Obviously, if you have a question for me for this podcast, um, you would you would uh, choose that as your topic. If you had something for Tell Titus a Tale, what is Tell Titus a Tale? Some of you uh, that follow me and have followed me for a long time and have watched the videos on my YouTube channel would know that Tell Titus a Tale is a little uh, animated uh, thing that Joe Hogan, uh, my my good buddy Joe, who's a fantastic artist. Uh, and has done most of the art for most of the things that I have on my uh, website and my stage show and, uh, you know, all that stuff. Not my website, my uh, my YouTube channel and my uh, stage show. Joe has done the art for it and he did all the art on Clone Wars Conversations. So Joe animated a little uh, Titus there kind of in the ruins of Xanarkand and everything like the opening of the the uh, show of the, the game, Final Fantasy X. And then uh, people would send me videos. So what you do is you send videos of jokes like bad knock knock jokes or whatever and then you try to make titus laugh so you can go on my youtube channel and find tell titus a tale and you can watch there's like three of them i didn't end up doing a lot of them because i didn't get a lot of jokes from anybody so there was a few more that i have that i still haven't done so i'm sorry if you're listening and you're going hey james i sent one Okay, so a few people sent me videos. I wanted people to send me videos of them telling Titus a joke. And it could just be from your iPhone. Just like, hey, Titus, why did the chicken cross the road, you know? And then Titus goes, I don't know. Why? And then you say, let's get to the other side. And if it's funny, Titus will laugh. And he'll do the Titus laugh. And if it's not funny, well, then you never know. See, because he, he's laughed at every single one of them so far. But anyway, so that's what Tell Titus a Tale is. So you could actually submit a joke there through my email although i don't think you can you can attach a a video to that so it doesn't really do any good so i guess i shouldn't even have it on the choose a topic okay i don't know anyway so that's it so that's what that is there and uh i hope that clears up that story for you does that does that help chris i hope that helps hey bob yes sir james sir yep all right um <clears throat> i wonder if people are getting tired of me doing that What's what's that? The Sir Bob Sir James Yes Sir thing. Okie dokie. Okay. Um do we have more? 
We could do more, although I think it's time for you to do some other segments on the show. So I will uh, say uh, goodbye to the next time until we do another Ask Chat, and I'll come back and ask you more questions. I'm going to go uh, check on my nephew, uh, Billy, and see if he's uh, needing help cleaning Hank's car. Yeah, you know, uh, don't, don't, don't even, you tell Hank that I said he knock it off. Oh, I don't think I could do that, sir. James. Sir. Hank. And don't, don't call Hank, sir. He doesn't need, you just call him Hank. Yes, sir, James, sir. Hank, sir. James, whatever. Well, Bob, thank you for being uh, here on the, I'm so glad that you're a new uh, character on the Jat show, the Jack cast, the uh, Talking to Myself. Well, it has been a sincere pleasure and honor, and I will uh, see you soon on the next one. Then they're uh, okay. Okay, okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay. That's a new character. Hey, look at that. So that's uh, Ask Jat, and thank you for your questions. I ha- I've got to tell you, uh, I think the next episode, I'm going to commit a lot more time to more of your uh, questions and comments because I've been getting so many wonderful emails from all of you that listen to this podcast. That is so lovely. It is so nice of you. And I just want to say thank you. And I want to, and I'm going to go down. We're going to get, I'll get Bob to help me collect the names of people that I just need to say thank you to all of you for doing this because you're doing, you're, you're writing me these lovely letters and stuff. So there you go. So I'll do that on the next one. Uh, but this one, I wasn't uh, ready for it. I, and, and I just created Bob and Bob's a new character and all of that. So there you go. So we'll, we'll figure that out. But um, here, oh, here's, here's the thing you can do. If you are now a regular listener to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, here's what you can do. Here's how you can really help me. For one, if you listen in iTunes or Spotify or any of those, and I, I'm pretty sure it's running on Spotify and Google Play and the Android app now. And, you know, and some people are going to go, no, it's not there yet. Well, what I'm trying. So uh, it should be. It should be because in my Libsyn account, it lists all of those as ones there. So I need to make sure. So by the time this one comes out, I'm sure it will all be on all of these different places. So if you're listening to the James Arnold Paler, Taylor podcast right now, the James Arnold Paler, the James Arnold Paler Toddcast, that's uh, that's like what I was talking about earlier. Uh, the, um, the, 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 Tamale Folly Finale. Uh, t- tamale Finale. No. Um, if you are a regular listener of this podcast, here's which I hope you are because you're listening right now. Here's what you can do. You can write a review. Okay. Write a review if you like it. If you don't like it, don't 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 bother writing a review. Come on. Don't don't do that to me. <laughs> But if you like it, write a nice little review and give me uh, five stars on uh, the iTunes or any place else. I don't know if Spotify and all of those have reviews. I'm sure they do. But um, uh, so uh, review the show and spread the word. Get it out there to as many people as you can. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, I don't have any sponsors or anything yet. And so I need to get, I don't think I can even get sponsors until I get like 20,000 listeners a month. That's a lot of people. That's a lot. Now I have about 40,000 plus uh, subscribers on my YouTube channel. I've got about 40,000 plus people following me on Twitter, but I've only got about 15,000 on uh, Instagram. So, hey, if you're on Twitter or YouTube, but you're not on my Instagram, please follow me on Instagram, okay? Uh, take the time because I want to build up my Instagram as well. And, I, you know, I'm just not that uh, savvy. Here's what it is. It's just, it's pretty much me and my wife and then some uh, folks that help out from here time time to time with uh, the publicity and the stuff and the emails and everything. So I'm going through all this stuff on my own. And I do my, my darndest to uh, get to all of you. So, uh, yeah, so follow us, uh, share, write a review, uh, comment, thumbs up all of that and say how much you, you dig it and spread the word about the podcast. Okay. 
that's, boy, there's my little uh, asking because you're going like, James, what can I do? Well, here's what you can do. That's what you can do. Spread the word wherever you can. I so appreciate it. And I'm going to try to, you know, if you have other ideas of like, uh, well, James, you know, this is what you should do because this person did that and that became their very famous podcast now or whatever. Try that. I don't know because I don't know anything. All I know is I like talking into a microphone and doing different voices for you all and encouraging you all wherever I can and doing this uh, for you however I can. And so that's what I do. And I put it out there and I hope that someday you're inspired enough to do something magical, wonderful in your life from all the stuff you're hearing from me here. That's really, that's all it's about. It's not about making money. It's not about um, doing that, but it is about spreading the word because I'd like more people to hear uh, all the fun that we have here, right? That's it. Okay. So there you go. Hey, now this one, now, you know what, Here, you know, so here's the thing. I'm going to play... I'm, you know what I'm going to do is I have I have a couple interviews that I've been sitting on for a while now. One of them I'm going to do, I think, in the next podcast. It's with my friend Alan Arnold. And Alan is a author and a wonderful man. And he wrote a wonderful book that Catherine Tabor and I did uh, the audio version of. And uh, it's called The Story of With. And I interviewed, I sat down with Alan uh, via, via um IPDTL interview actually is what we did it. So he was in Colorado because that's where he lives. And I was here uh, where I live. And then we uh, talked and I interviewed him and uh, we talked for about an hour and I'm going to, I'm going to put that all together and put it on for one of the next podcasts or make it a bonus piece on one of the podcasts here. So you can hear Alan talk about pursuing your dreams and finding your goals and uh, living the life that you're supposed to live because that's really what it's all about. So I'm going to put that one out soon. Another one that I have not talked about now, you're, this is where all of you Star Wars fans go. Okay. So many years ago, I recorded an interview with uh, the director of the Clone Wars, Dave Filoni. And so I was doing, so my good friend, Tom Wilson, you all know Tom Wilson. Uh, Tom is a very talented actor and artist and uh, raconteur. And Tom had a podcast and I was sitting in for him because he was, he took a break because he had had some, uh, he had a, a surgery or something. And so he needed to just take some time off and he was doing a podcast regularly. And so I said, you know what? I'll sit in. I'll be like, you know, um, on Johnny Carson when they used to have a guest sit in and uh, host the podcast. So I did that for him on three episodes, but only two of those episodes that I ever put out for him. One was my interview with Mr. Movie Phone and the other one was my interview with my good friend Jason Sorrell, who is a Disney Imagineer. So you can go to Tom Wilson's podcast, Big Pop Fun. It's still out there. You can still find it. I believe it's on The Nerdist and um, you can listen to those interviews. In fact, uh, Tom interviewed me a couple times on that podcast. A lot of fun. But I was the guest host of of those and you can find those interviews but what a the other interview i did that never made it to the podcast was my interview with dave filoni i sat down and we were actually at rancho obi-wan which is steve sansweet's um uh, it's the world's largest uh personal uh, collection of Star Wars memorabilia. It is an amazing collection of Star Wars memorabilia. He has a whole space out on his ranch and it is uh, Rancho Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, I, uh, there's many things that I have that are featured there. As a matter of fact, my ranch, my official Obi-Wan Kenobi costume that was made for me by the Disney folks is on display there at Rancho Obi-Wan. But uh, the other thing uh, is, is that we were, uh, I think we were celebrating uh, one of their anniversaries and doing some fundraising for them. And Dave Filoni was there and I was there and I said, hey, Dave, do you have some time to do this interview for this podcast? He said, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, James. Yeah, yeah. Which again, uh, there's my David uh, Filoni uh, impression. And I'm sure, I'm sure Dave's heard it now and I'm sure he's, he doesn't like it. I'm sure he doesn't like it because it, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm just 
having fun. I'm poking fun. And the reason I poke fun at him doing by doing that uh, little uh, impression of him is because it's kind of like uh, it's it's his karma thing. It's getting, coming back to him because anytime he would tell a story about George Lucas, he would do the whole George Lucas story. He would do like a, a George Lucas impression when he would say when he would talk about George. So now when I talk about Dave, I do my Dave impression. That's all it is. And it's not, you know, it's not supposed to be uh, offensive or anything. And it's, it's overly caricaturized. It's not Dave doesn't sound like that, but that's kind of how I do it. And I do it just for fun and just to give him a bad time. So I hope he knows that. But uh, anyway, so I sat down with him and I talked to him and that, Oh, I think we talked for about an hour or so that has never been heard anywhere. And I think I'm going to, uh, cut it up into little segments and put it out here on this uh, podcast uh, coming up very soon. Do you like that? Do you guys like that? Do you like that idea? Huh? 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 Sure. Yeah. Okay, good. That's what I'll do. All right. We've got a little bit more time. So what about, what about a get to know Jat? And there, and uh, Reg, Reginald, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. <coughs> you know, I don't even understand why you, <coughs> I'm clearing my throat to prepare for the James Arnold Taylor podcast. All right. Well, you. Do, I mean, you, maybe you should do. Maybe you should do that off microphone before getting on the microphone when you're coming into here. Are you quite done? Yes. Right. Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? You know, I'm British. We don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh, right. Well, but you see, you're, see, now I've made that mistake with my other friends before too, but, um, but you know, you, you live here now. That's right. I do. Now, as a matter of fact, I did have a lovely Thanksgiving. Thank you for asking. I think it's, it's quite a great holiday. Uh, so, uh, Reginald, uh, what, uh, what is your question for me on this, uh, get to know Jet? Right. I have a question for you, James, that I think many people are very fascinated to know the answer to. Right, right, right. Stop it. Sorry. The question is, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? That's not the question. No, that's a, that's an old Barbara Walters uh, thing. And nobody knows that who Barbara Walters probably is now or anything, too. And they're not getting that. That wasn't that's like a like you're doing humor from like the 80s. Right. Well, you do what you can. I don't even know what that means. Right. Here's the real question. Do you have a favorite character to voice? Now, okay, come on, Reginald. People ask me that question all the time. So, I mean, the fact, and you know, when I answer it all the time, and so you'd think that I, that's, is that really, is that the question? Here's my thought. The fact is, you do answer it all the time. You do get asked it all the time. But here's your chance to finally, on your show, on your podcast, finally make a statement about it. Well, yeah, I guess. Um, so, okay, I don't have a favorite character to do. You know why, Reginald? Yes, I do, but go ahead. Because I try to enjoy whatever character it is I'm doing at the time I'm doing the character. Right? Right, right, right. I think that's great. But, but, to box you in a corner, if you were there and you could only do one other voice for the rest of your life, well, then I guess I wouldn't be doing your voice. I beg your pardon. Nothing. Um, 
if I could only do one voice the rest of my life after, besides this voice that I'm doing, which is my voice, and then I wouldn't be doing your voice, and I wouldn't be doing Hank's, and I wouldn't be doing Billy's and Bob's and eh, Bob, 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 Bob. I love saying that, and uh, everybody else's, Franklin's and Brian's and all of those characters, and then uh, Ratchet. And, well, I, you know, maybe I could still do Ratchet and Titus because they're kind of my regular voice, same with Spider-Man and The Flash and everybody else. Right, James, right. Can you just answer the question? If I, Okay, gosh. Uh, if I could only do one, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I love doing all the voices. They're all fun. I, I enjoy just doing generic British voices. Last night, my wife and I were sitting there watching a little TV and we watched the uh, Brit Box. Do you know Brit Box, Reginald? Of course I know Brit Box. I am British. Right. Well, BritBox is one of those apps that you subscribe to. It's a it's a streaming service and it has all of these uh, wonderful shows from the BBC. Now, on it, there's this show, uh, Would I Lie to You?, which is a very funny show. Uh, Rob Bryden, who's uh, just a fantastic impersonator and funny guy, hosts it. And then they've got the comedians and all the uh, British celebrities and they all uh, they 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 tell lies and then you have to guess are they lying? Are they telling the truth? They tell a story, rather. And then you have to guess whether it's a lie or a truth. And it's just fun. It reminds me of a show I used to watch when I was a little kid called The Liars Club, which was great. And uh, they would have an object and then they would have to come up with a story of what it was. And then the contestant had to guess who was telling the actual truth about that object. And it's very much like that. It's in that same vein. But anyway, so I, we watched the Brit Box. And I do find that after I watch a lot of uh, British things... Oh, we were watching this other one on uh, Netflix as well before that. That's what started it. We were watching a show on Netflix. Right, right, right. And it was um, actually kind of reminded me of you, Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. It's called Fake or Fortune. And it was of these, these people, uh, the two British hosts, and they are like uh, uh, art specialists. And they they get people's art and people bring them their, their art because, I you know, I love art. I want you to say the word art three more times in this sentence. Right. So art, art, art. Oh, thank you. And uh, you have to they have to find out they don't they don't necessarily know if it's authentic or not. So they have to try and get it authenticated and see, is this a real, you know, Van Gogh or is it a fraud? Oh, it was really exciting. It's a mystery. But everybody that's there talking and they're all talking in these British and they're talking in their British accents and they're telling the story. And right. Let me just stop you there, because that was a terrible British accent you were doing just then. Well, look, I'm not, okay, sorry. I'm just, you know, I'm doing a voice there and uh, yeah, anyways, but I love it. So I start listening to it. So then the rest of the night, I start doing this kind of voice like this and I'm talking like this all the time. Right, 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 right. Right. And so I would talk to my daughter and she would talk to me and then she would talk back to me in a British accent. So the rest of us are all, all you know, talking in these uh, British accents are a bit posh. And, uh, you know, so I find that I do that. So I think that if I were to do... Are you intimidated by my big British accent, by the way, Reggie? Don't call me Reggie. Sorry. No. No, I'm not. Very good, then. Uh, so I think that if I were to only be able to do one other voice for the rest of my career, it would be something in this vein. Right, right, right. Fascinating. All right. But what about your famous characters? The Fred Flintstones, the Obi-Wan Kenobis, the Plo Koons? Well, as a matter of fact, Plo Koon is not that far from here, so I suppose Plo Koon would be the one I'd be doing. So not Obi-Wan Kenobi? No, you know, as a matter of fact, I love doing Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm going to stop. Okay, look, I'm stopping. I'm gonna, <laughs> just going to talk in my voice. No, I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. I do. And, um, oh, you know, we should talk about Battlefront. Two 
as well sometimes. So, but the, boy, are we running out of time, Reginald? Don't call me Reggie, and we need to uh, we need to wrap it up. So, uh, next episode, we're going to talk about uh, Battlefront Two. We're going to talk about. Um, I may play some clips from that Dave Filoni interview, and I may play uh, at some point. I'm going to do the, the my interview with my friend Alan Arnold. And we're going to talk more uh, to... um, We never did introduce the other character that I was going to introduce, and so I'll introduce it on the next episode. His name is Ferris, and he is a uh, character that I did back in my radio days, um, and I think you'll all like Ferris. We never did call my agent Franklin on this episode. There's so many things we didn't do, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. Right, 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 right. But you know, James, the thing is, we can do more. Do you know why? Well, because it's a podcast and I have to do one every week. Right. Yeah, just one right. Right, 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 right. Okay, hey, so you're here with me at the end of the show. That's kind of exciting. Uh, do you want to call in Mr. Announcer Guy then, uh, Reginald? Don't call me Reggie. Right, I'd love to. Um, excuse me, Mr. Announcer fellow. Yes, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. Would you care to do the, um, ending credits of the show and such? Why, it would be my pleasure. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Guys, I didn't get to... Anyways, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing. If you subscribe either on YouTube or on uh, Spotify or on iTunes or any of those, uh, Google Play, all that stuff, please spread the word. Please write a review if you like the show. Please give it a thumbs up if you like it. Uh, And please join me again for another episode of the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. My thanks to all of my guests, which are uh, just... um, (laughs) me anyways thanks so much may the force be with you Uh, hasta la vista Uh, I don't know anything else listen to my story see ya all that stuff okay bye bye okay uh, Reginald don't call me Reggie and announcer guy you guys can wrap it up right 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 very good All right, Mr. Announcer fellow take it away why thank you Reggie Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of Yumi Go Inc. Recorded at Jet Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, the podcast. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. I'm going to allow him to call me Reggie. Well, that's not fair. Thank you, Reggie. I like the way he says it. Bye-bye.